Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. In today's episode, we're going to discuss a simple system for evaluating answer choices. Two quick points. Uh, One, this is almost entirely uh, applied to LR and reading comp, largely because with games, there's not as much gray area in the way that they word answer choices. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of work you want to do up front, particularly with maximizing inferences. But once you get into the answer choices, kind of like math, it's relatively concrete. Now, don't get me wrong, um, LSAC can uh, do other things to um, make these answer choices throw you off, but largely we see this in LR and RC, and that's why what I'm about to discuss is particularly important for LR and RC, along with anticipating. And if you haven't already, I encourage you Listen to episode 21 about anticipating answer choices. What I'm about to share for you today, you want to use in conjunction with anticipating. So if you haven't, please check out episode 21, anticipating answer choices. And even if you have, it's always a worthy um, episode to listen to, to to brush up on things because it is a super important habit anticipating. But let's get into uh, this sort of system for evaluating answer choices. And the reason we need this is we want to not only consider every answer choice, and you do, you want to consider every answer choice. Because like we discussed in anticipating, they're not doing you any favors in the ones that, um, uh, in the way that they word these answer choices. Um, But when we're considering every answer choice, we want to maintain a healthy skepticism because LSAC is not, again, doing us any favors in the way they word answer choices. So we don't want to give too much credit to an answer choice we like before evaluating all of them. And in another example, right, at the other end, right, we don't want to discount an answer choice that might be worth a second look. And this is especially true on the more challenging questions in LR and RC. Um, you know, there are a number of things that they could do to make answers, uh, questions challenging, but one of the biggest ones is the way that they manipulate the answer choices. And this is something that a lot of people um, take for granted. So let's talk about this system. Again, I want you to consider every answer choice using the following three categories. Here are those three categories. Number one, contender. So this category is for answer choices you like. Notice the importance of the word contender. Even if you think, oh, this has to be the answer, you're still, according to this system, just going to label it a contender. Because by definition, contender means this is a shot, but we're not going all the way and calling this the winner yet. At least until we've evaluated all answer choices. Again, super important because they word these answer choices 
in a very attractive way. And if you get too caught up in it, you might pick the wrong one. That's exactly what LSAC wants you to do. And even if you have this healthy skepticism, the words we choose can influence how we see things. And I'm not saying what this is a perfect fail-safe way of doing this, but the the words we choose again have influences, right? I'd rather call something a contender because by definition, contender means you got to go up against all the other opponents before we crown you the winner versus, oh, this is the answer. Even if I'm like, oh, I think this is the answer, but I'll check out the rest of them. When I say I think it's the answer, I think it's the winner. I do feel like that can bias you. So that subtly, so that, I mean, are you really, when you look at the other answer choices, giving them due consideration? Now, I'm not going to take away from the idea that by using the label contender, that that doesn't give it a leg up. Um, But, you know, it's one thing that could make a difference. I would rather call something a contender rather than this is the answer without fully evaluating everything else. Uh, so it's a step in the right direction of this healthy skepticism we want. And let's be honest, we have to somehow mark the ones that we like, right? So contender. Now you could have more than one contender because, right, like maybe there's two that I like. Maybe there's three, right? But bottom line, if you like something, contender. We're going to stop short of calling it the answer or saying I think it's the answer or calling it the winner. Um, now. Let's look at our other options. On the other end of the spectrum, eliminate. These answer choices do not reasonably match your anticipation. And even considering the possibility the answer is something you haven't anticipated, you know, maybe this answer choice still doesn't cut it. But bottom line, right? Like I when you eliminate something, I want you to, it's hard to be 100 percent about anything, but you want to be pretty clear that this ain't working. I'd rather you hedge your bets. We're going to talk about that next in our next category, right? Or have that healthy skepticism. Like, let me hold off on fully eliminating this thing. Now, of course, if you eliminate something, you could always bring it back. But once we slap that label of, oh, I'm eliminating on it, 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 are we that open-minded about bringing it back? So for that reason, certainly eliminate answer choices. But be careful because sometimes, again, right, as we'll discuss, and I really want you to go back, check out episode 21 of Anticipating. Um, LSAC is not doing you any favors in the way they word these things. And so sometimes they could take a correct answer and make it look really weird so you don't want to pick it and maybe even eliminate it. So again, before you eliminate, try to be pretty certain about it. Now we have another alternative, and that's our third answer choice. Hold on. Hold on or hold on to, right? Two simple words, right? So um, this is probably the broadest category. You don't see enough to completely eliminate the choice, like I was saying before, right? Maybe I don't like it, but I'm, I'm still going to give it a shot, right? That's one end of the spectrum for hold on to. It's a broad category. Um, but you're not going to quite eliminate it, right? On the other hand, may, maybe you like it, but it doesn't quite fit in the contender. Right. So again, right. Like it's a broad category. Basically you're keeping your powder dry. I like it, but I'm not quite a contender. I don't like it, but I want to hedge my bets yet. Cause I don't want to eliminate it and, and, and take it out of contention when who knows, you know, um, or right. Maybe you just don't know. Sometimes these things are challenging to decipher to say the least, and you might want to come back to it. 
sometimes you have no idea what it means at all, but just because they don't know what it means doesn't mean it's not the answer. And maybe after diagramming it or sitting with it a bit, you can decipher it. So, right, it, it might just need some more time to scrutinize. Or again, you have no clue, but right, just because they don't know doesn't mean it's not the answer. So this is a really broad category, but it's a really important one because I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to say, oh, just because you hold on to it, give it too much credit, but some of the times in really, really hard, I guess you might call them five-star questions, depending on how you categorize these, right? Like I'll find, thank goodness I didn't eliminate this thing because maybe what I thought was a contender, right? Maybe it wasn't the answer, but one of the ones that I held on to upon further reflection ended up being correct. So again, I'm not saying, oh, give this too much credit, but I am saying we've got this broad category of hold on to to keep your powder dry. Maybe this is the sleeper in the race, so to speak, right? So again, here are three categories. Contender, no matter how much I like something, and I could have more than one of these, I'm always going to stop just short of calling it the winner or the answer until I fully evaluated all the answers and really thought things through. So at best, right, contender, and I could have more than one of these, right? The other end of the spectrum, eliminate. You can eliminate. Certainly you have to, right? But be careful about it. Don't eliminate until you're reasonably certain, reasonably certain. I do eliminate, right? But I'm not like eliminating anything just right off the cuff. So again, you can eliminate, but just be reasonably certain. Um, and then, of course, that broad category of hold on to. Right? And again, it can work in both ends of the spectrum. Maybe I don't like it, but I don't want to eliminate it just yet. Maybe on the other hand, I like it, but it's not quite a contender. Maybe it's awkward and I don't get it. Maybe it's just somewhere in between where, man, I, I need some time to sit with this one. I'm going to hold on to it, right? That's our category. And again, like I was saying, this category is super helpful. Again, I don't want to bias you in favor of it, but I will say a lot of the times on really super, super hard questions when LSAC is obscuring the correct answer choice, sometimes the ones that I thought I held on to, thank goodness I held on to because I ended up being correct. So again, those are our three categories. The reason that I'm giving you these categories is we want some tool besides answer versus no answer, especially given how LSAC tries to obscure these correct answer choices. And again, I will give LSAC some credit. On the one hand, it can be frustrating, but if you know logic, as I always say, right, you could be able to see through a well-worded, beautiful sales pitch that's not correct right? Those trap answer choices. And on the other hand, you could see through a weird, awkward one that doesn't catch your eye. But if you dig a little deeper, it's logically valid. So these tools are here to help you cultivate that healthy skepticism. And I really want to emphasize that. I am certainly not saying if something jumps out at you as the correct answer not to pick it. I'm just saying keep your powder dry, best call a contender. And I'm not saying Oh, if something is really bad, don't eliminate it. I'm just saying, make sure you're pretty reasonably certain about it before you write it off entirely. You can eliminate it, but be reasonably certain about it. And on the other hand, right, whenever we're unsure, and that could happen a lot, particularly in the more challenging questions, the hold on to category can allow us to keep our powder dry. The, this might sound simple. You know what? I'm proud of it. I want it to be simple because... I don't want to overcomplicate things for you, but at the same time, right, I don't want you rushing through and um, 
oversimplifying things by saying it's the answer. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. And um, throwing out what can often be diamond in the rough, correct answers because they're not written in a beautiful, pretty way, right? They're kind of obscured what LSAC does. So now you have more tools in your toolbox, right? And again, it's supposed to be simple so you can work with it. Contender, hold on to, eliminate. Make this a habit. Whenever I go through these, I read through all of them. Contender, hold on to, eliminate. Keep this in mind. I'm going to write these up in the show notes. But again, tool in your toolbox to help you cultivate a healthy skepticism. Thank you for listening. One tip to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com.